The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Catch Big Red Wrap-Up, game highlights and analysis on NET, Nebraska's PBS and NPR stations. Tuesday nights live at 7 on NET World and Facebook and at 10 on NET. Welcome to the Mind Your Own Podcast with Aaron Sorensen and Sasha Durkin. Where we stick to sports, except when we're not. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Mind Your Own Podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Sasha. And I'm happy to be here, although (laughs) it's apparently winter now, which I was laughing about when I was realizing, I feel like we bring up the weather every single podcast, but we have, since we started this podcast, have run the gamut of weather at this point. It was summer and then it was fall and now it's winter. Which is how seasons work. (laughs) However, this is over the span of like a month and a half. So it's been very uh, drastic and apparently it's supposed to be fall again in about two weeks. So we're just having a little pre-winter. I hate it. And then we'll I don't like fall. being cold because I'm old and it hurts. <laughs> yeah, we like, I don't like it. My fiance and I often joke like, oh, why do we live here? And he's like, is there any other team in this country that you could cover that's not Nebraska? Yeah. I was like, I guess I could find one. Who's, yeah. who's available? <laughs> Give me a shout. I'm ready. Yeah. No, he often he often jokes about that. And we have not left yet, but yeah, it definitely does stink when that first really cold day. Mm hmm. I'm just having a hard time because we need to clean up our garden and get all of that ready for the winter. But it's like, it's supposed to be like 70 in just a couple of days. So this is that weird time of the year in Nebraska where just, if you don't like the weather, wait a day and it'll be, it'll be totally different. Like I remember there have been football seasons where it just, it just goes up and down where one Mm -hmm. week I'm in a, you know, a heavy coat and I'm freezing. And then the next week I'm, you know, short sleeves yeah it just you don't know what you're gonna get I go into hunker down mode the second it gets I mean it's already been like that the entire year mm-hmm. uh, that we are right. currently living in however um I don't like being cold I hate it I just want to sit in my house under a thousand <laughs> blankets and just do everything from there <laughs> yeah I it's hard for me to believe that this week, officially for Nebraska and the Big Ten, obviously, if you're somebody who's a fan of a different team and mm. a different conference, you may have already been uh, enjoying college football to this point, but yeah. this is it. It feels a little bit weird. This does not feel like when football is supposed to start, although it does feel like Big Ten weather. I yes. often joke with uh, our editor for Hale Varsity, Brandon Vogel, that you know you're in the Big Ten when you wake up on Saturday and everything is just gray. Yeah. In fact, yeah. this last Saturday... <laughs> That's what it felt like. It was Mm -hmm. just gray. It was gray outside. I'm like, this is the perfect Big Ten Saturday because whenever I travel anywhere, it doesn't matter. It can be sunny and beautiful the Friday that you get there, and it'll be sunny and beautiful on the Sunday you leave, but Saturday's gray. Yeah. That is just how the Big Ten works. It's like football (laughs) football gods know that Saturdays in the Big Ten are meant to just be gray, overcast. Yeah. Kind of a little cold weather, and this is just what it is. Is misting part of it? 
Sometimes, yes. Okay. In fact, I was going through old videos that I had, and the amount of games where I realized it was raining, and I don't think my brain processed it at the time. Yeah. I knew it was raining, but you're just in game day mode, so you just don't even think about it. And I'm like, looking back, I'm like, it was raining pretty hard. All the time. Yeah, and I just (laughs) apparently am just standing out in it like, no big deal. Don't even worry about it. Hopefully you had a coat on or an umbrella or something. You'll catch a cold, Aaron. Oh, I, (laughs) so I was thinking about this too. So at the end of last football season, so the Iowa game, I had a really bad cold. Mm -hmm. I, I would say in this year has been very weird because I have not had a cold. I I usually get a cold like pre football season because like, as I'm gearing up into it, my body is not used to the lack of sleep, just the running myself ragged. So I always typically get like a, preseason cold Mm -hmm. and then by the time the last week of the game uh, the last game week comes I get a cold again because my body is just like so exhausted exhausted. so last year for Iowa I had a really bad cold now I had had a cold for a few days so at that point it felt like you know I had been on medicine Mm -hmm. I probably was not contagious at that point but I mean to think about sitting in a press box oh yeah so sick around that many people (laughs) I would have been like thrown out the press box right window. if I like had it's just amazing to think about the things that we did yeah not even a year ago not thinking about anything and I remember showing up and just being like oh and everyone was so concerned like people were like do you need mm-hmm. us to get you anything and I'm like I'm totally fine like, I feel like get fine. that away yeah I <laughs> felt fine outside here? of just I didn't sound good mm-hmm. and I just remember I took like two coats that day because it was kind of on the line between misting and really cold so I took like a winter coat and then I took a raincoat to put over my winter coat and if you look at photos of that day you can tell I keep switching between them because as it turns out the winter coat didn't really fit under the raincoat (laughs) and the raincoat didn't make any sense under the winter coat right so you just can see me at different points in the day just switching between them based on what I want (laughs) um but yeah to think I did that no way absolutely no, no way oh, no. no one would have even let me anywhere near that press no, box but no. you know that was a lifetime ago it seems like it seems like a life. like I think about now how different at least for myself personally I will treat being sick oh and yeah here's the challenging part and this is where we I hope with this pandemic we have a we evaluate what our our health and our time means mm-hmm. because in that case I get in a typical year, 12, maybe 13 with a bowl game, game days. Mm-hmm. So to miss one is not really possible. It, yeah. it, it should be, but it isn't. Mm-hmm. And so I think though now about how you can put yourself in environments and be more mindful. And I think like yeah. maybe in hindsight, I could have worn a mask. Yeah. Like, would that have been that big of a deal? No, but like a mask would just was never on my like right. radar. Because it wasn't. Well, I hate to use the word normal because what is normal, really? But it wasn't normal to do that. Like, in other countries, that's totally normal. Yeah, like, (laughs) Like, it's actually really impressive in a lot of, um, like, I I, I don't think I'm misspeaking here, but I know in China, they typically do wear masks mm -hmm. when they're, when individuals are sick or during their flu seasons. Yeah. And it's just out of common courtesy for one another where it's like, we can go about our lives and live our lives, but I'm going to do this because I know that by me wearing this thing, it's going to protect you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think for myself, that's probably honestly my approach going forward. Yeah. Because I can't control if somebody else isn't going to, but I can certainly do my part because really when we talk about, 
I'm sorry. Um, I fell down like a, a rabbit hole on TikTok. <laughs> ah, TikTok. TikTok. I love it. I fell down a rabbit hole on TikTok the other day of um, people who are trying to disprove that like masks don't work by taking mm. a mask and shooting um, a spray bottle through it, mm-hmm. which it's like, we've never said that like a, a non, you know, what is it, an N95? Yeah, yeah. No one has ever said that they completely, fully block everything. They just reduce it. Yes. But I just don't understand how wearing a... I'm sorry, if you're somebody listening to this and you're like, well, it's against my freedom. It's a freedom nobody knew they had until yeah. like se- like six months, seven months ago. I don't understand it. I'm just speaking for myself. When the day comes that this pandemic has passed and I'm sick, you will probably see me in public with a mask on. Yep, because I, I just have learned that this is the very single simplest thing I can do for you if I'm Mm -hmm. not feeling well because wearing a mask to everyone who says it doesn't do anything for me you're right it honestly doesn't do that much for you it's It's for other people for other people so if we're wearing them we're protecting others like I said if if you can't get your if you can't get yourself there there's there's so many things I would love to say but I will spare you honestly like it's the I'm not a scientist, and if it's the very least thing that I could do mm-hmm. for other people around me, probably going to just keep doing that. Yeah. It's like it's not inconvenient. Maybe at first it was, but we're six months into this damn thing. Yeah. So it's just accept that it's part of life now. And I have like done my research on this. Like mm-hmm. if you're somebody who's like, well, I just haven't found one that fits or I don't haven't found one I like, let's chat. Send me a message. Yes. It's got adjustable earpieces, oh, man. And let me just tell you, my right ear was burned in a when I was in an accident a few years ago, my right ear was burned. And my thankfully amazing doctors, like mm-hmm. you you don't know when you look at it, but like it's not <laughs> this is more information than any of you want. It's not made of like essentially cartilage. It's just my own skin to make it look like my ear. Right. Um, but that also means there's not a lot of like support on that side of my ear. So mm-hmm. a mask can sometimes be very challenging for me. Right. There are masks that tie behind your head. There are ones with adjustable straps. Like you said, mm-hmm. I have found some really great ones of all places from banana Republic Yeah. that have worked wonders for me and fit well and, so if you're somebody who's like, I just can't find one, shoot me a message on Twitter yeah. at Aaron Sorensen, or you can email us at mindyourownpodcast.com or at hailversity.com. I will gladly run you down. Yeah. Let me be your product reviewer. <laughs> I love masks at this point. Like they're just yeah. a part of like, they're a part of like, I'm like, whoa, what mask am I going to wear today? Right. It's not yeah. a big deal. I'm the same way. I was making them for a while. Not doing that anymore. I know. So do I not email that. us about that because- <laughs> Oh boy. Dang, I was just about to ask. No. Uh, well, they are super time consuming. They are. Um, surprisingly. Um, but anyway, yeah. So for I those of you who did that though, amazing yeah. job. Thank you. Because so many people in a time where everyone, there yeah. wasn't anything available. Yes. Save the day. So yeah. thank you. Yes. There were tons of people in Omaha, um, just like where we're at. But I know that there's t- tons of people out there. If you don't like the options that you have, you can find your own fabric, and I bet you could put a message out there and someone will make you one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so <laughs> like, many. The thing is, is we don't need to. I could spend this whole podcast just talking could. about masks, but it's just, you know, to go back to that, I just think about what life was like before and how different it is now. And mm-hmm. I do hope it does change us all for the better. I really do. I, I'm a big believer in how can you take something 
an adverse thing that has happened and turn mm-hmm. it into something good. And I'm just going to say, if we walk out of this and you don't feel like, I'm not telling you that you need to have spent the last however many months when this is done working out and doing this, but yeah. if you don't at least see a way to maybe oh, do yeah. things differently, yeah, just even if simple as like when I'm sick, maybe I will work from home. Yeah, um, exactly. Things like that. And you know what too? I think that to that point, a lot more companies are going to be more like, yes, please stay home. Mm -hmm. Because when I think about like the flu in the Midwest, because that's where I spent the majority of my life, Mm -hmm. the reason that there are outbreaks of the flu is because people still go to, I worked for one place that I had to go to work when they knew I had the flu with over a hundred degree temperature because no one else knew how to do anything I was doing. Right. But I had to go to work and I'm like, really? I could be getting so many people sick, but I think that now companies are going to be like, if you are sick, please do stay home because then legitimately mean it. Yes. Because yes. how many times have we heard companies who say that right. and then it's kind of like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to stay home and they, they act like you are the worst person alive. Yes. Yes. I think if you are somebody who owns a company, if you have the power within a company to make decisions, I think this is one thing that you can do mm-hmm. that will hopefully change the way that we care for one another and how yeah. we just keep each other healthier and safer. Because the thing is, is a pandemic is one thing, but how many, we we have a, right to the people who are like, we have a flu season every year. Yes, we do. So let's people, just be more mindful to each other. Exactly. It's, it's really, it's really not that hard just to care about people. There's like, typically a silver lining to any single situation in this typically in this case being global <laughs> pandemic um but i do think that um the option will be more open for people to do that i also think a lot more people if they're comfortable working from home still are going to have that option mm-hmm. if it is easier for some people to be home with your kids and to be at home and have the more flexibility of doing that, I think that's a positive thing. I just don't know why why anyone would say no to that at this point. Yeah, yeah, but I, I agree. But I think before it was like, oh, okay, on, figure just, it out. Your kid's sick. Someone else can do it. Not yeah. necessarily. No, <laughs> you no. Know? And I, I will say, I know for so many of you too, and I do hope that this this changes. I know for so many of you that are working from home and this is, this is really honestly falling on the shoulders of a lot of women. Mm -hmm. Um, so to our men that are listening before you get defensive, just understand Mm -hmm. like the women in your life, check on them. Um, so many women are being asked to be the caretaker, the full-time employee, the, um, housekeeper, teacher, the teacher. There's so many things that women, and now to be fair, there are plenty of men who are stepping up and having Mm -hmm. this challenge as well, but there are a lot of reports about how this is falling on the shoulders of women. Um, I, I think that's another thing that we can take from this is how do we better, uh, as, partners communicate with one another what we need um, but also how do we recognize when we're not pulling our weight in a scenario and how do we make it so that yes I I hate when I'm sorry I hate when we do this whole thing like women can have it all um because no you can't have you can't have everything at the same time you can have a lot of things but like when people are like oh you you know this person has it all I'm like Mm -hmm. from an outsider's perspective it may look that way but they're they probably are having a hell of a time going through it and you know what to that point again um I think that a lot of time especially with social media people see you're seeing what that person wants you to see 
mm-hmm. they may be willing to sacrifice things that you are not willing to sacrifice to be able to do all of those things that they right. seemingly are able to do. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that because you can't do all of those things that you're lesser than or that you're trying any less mm-hmm. hard, you know, like I think that that comparison is the thief of joy thing. Like I think a lot of us, I find myself doing it like, oh yep. my God, why can't I be on top of my nutrition and my job and my, you know, working out and do this? And why can't I also have free time to go do that? Well, because I value my sleep. That's what yes. I'm sacrificing. It's anything else because I need to sleep. And I think that's been, so we actually wanted to talk about this. So as you're listening to this podcast, just know that I think we're going to weave in some game stuff into this conversation. Yes. I'm not positive where it's going to fall, but it will be in here somewhere. <laughs> so if you're like, how does this tie to Nebraska football and the Big Ten return? Um, stay tuned because it's going to be woven into this whole tapestry of conversation yes. somewhere. But it's actually a really interesting, not even segue, it's kind of just a continuation of what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. But so I think of all of the things that have changed since Nebraska was done with its football season last year. So yep. it's been about 11, it's getting close to almost 11 months, 10 and a half months. Mm-hmm. Um, but even when we think of since the pandemic began. So I say this because I remember I was sitting at Nebraska's pro day in the middle of March. And mm-hmm. that was, I also, and the reason I bring this up is I just spoke to a group of journalism students at UNL And the last time I spoke with this particular group Mm -hmm. was that same day as pro day. I had planned it that way so that I would be at pro day and then I would go do that. And then I would head home because I always try to like, if I'm in Lincoln, I try to put it all together. Right. And I remember at the time they were asking me questions of like, what do you think the next, you know, how at the time we're thinking like a couple of weeks, Uh but it's like, how, how do you plan on this working in like the next few months or however long until the season returns? And meeting with them again this week was sort of enlightening because of the fact that I'm like, what, what a weird chunk of time between those two meetings. Yeah. Because like I said, some of you have spent the last several months working out really hard, eating really well and getting in the best shape Mm -hmm. of your lives. Some of you have, um, spent that time getting your homes ready to right. move. Um, some of you have spent that time honestly doing nothing different and that's totally fine too. Mm-hmm. I think for myself, the one thing I keep trying to remind myself through this this time, but I need to carry this beyond it, is trying to show myself grace. Yes. Because I have a really bad habit of beating myself up, beating myself up if I feel like I'm missing out. So I'll use this month as an example. My Apple watch gave me a challenge for the month that I needed to stand, do the 12 out of 12 hours of standing each day, Mm -hmm. 30 out of 31 days. Yeah. That's brutal. I know you think that you stand a lot in a day, but that that's not, that's, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. (laughs) Um, and like on my birthday, I just wasn't really like in, into like being up and moving a whole bunch. I was just trying to relax and enjoy it, but it's like, so I have that challenge and then Peloton, which I've gotten really into over the last several months, Mm -hmm. had a challenge where you needed to work out every single day in October. Now those can include like meditation classes and different stuff. Well, I missed one day for both. Mm -hmm. And obviously with the Peloton challenge, it's done. Like you can't like, you can't get that back. Right. With the stand, you get one grace day. Yeah. And that was like, my, my mindset was like really 
defeated for a few days. Mm-hmm. Like I honestly just stopped working out. Cause I was like, I feel like I have failed. I feel like I have not done this thing that yeah. I had challenged myself to do. I made it about two weeks and then yeah. it all fell apart. And then I have to remind myself to show myself grace in this because yeah. I'm, I'm working out, you know, at least usually four days a week, mm-hmm. if not more. Mm-hmm. Um, I am pretty active. I'm standing up quite a bit and I'm also working really hard. So, okay. Yeah. So I don't meet my Apple watch, like <laughs> right. stand goal for a month. Is it really that big of a deal? Yeah. No. I think that I'm really glad you brought up grace because I think that's super important to talk about, especially with everything. We are all going through this together, mm-hmm. regardless of how you're handling it. We're all doing this together, like every single one of us. And I think that that's one takeaway from beyond just this, but I had some crappy things happen mm-hmm. in my life be- right before the pandemic happened. And I think that my main takeaway from this last year and a half for myself is showing myself grace, yeah. being patient with myself and other people. Cause I'm, I'm just not, a, I've never been a patient person. I also am my biggest critic. <laughs> yeah. So when things don't go 100% to plan or or something happens that, like my I fall short of my own expectations, I used to really, really, really beat myself up and just, you know, it's easy to kind of be like, well, F it. Yep. Screw it. Just screw it all then. I, I couldn't do this, so I'm just, I'm just done. But I have realized that those failures or those little fall downs honestly set you up for bigger success in the long run because if you remember those little failures if you consider them failures or those little fall downs I like to call them because mm-hmm. failure is such a I like shitty word fail, fail, no one fails <laughs> I mean okay we right. do fail but like I think there's such a negative connotation with yes. the word fail yeah I, I I think that has to stop like failure yeah. is fine yeah and everybody does it big or small yeah you know I think shit happens. Exactly. I think <laughs> failure is such a shitty word because it's always, it's always negative. Like there isn't ever a positive associated with that word. It can be, but it takes a lot of mindset trickery. Mm-hmm. Like you got to flip the script on that one. But the little fall downs, as we'll call them from now on, mm-hmm. honestly, bigger picture wise makes everything else that you're doing going toward whatever goal you might be going toward worthwhile. Yeah. Like if you don't know what that fall down feels like, how are you going to know how good success feels when you actually accomplish what you're trying to? Because you will eventually. It just might take longer than you thought. Yeah. I just think, I think that was a good point that you said too. It's not just about showing yourself grace. It's about showing others grace. Now Mm -hmm. I want to be careful with one thing that I sometimes don't, also don't take that too far where you then allow people to walk all over Mm -hmm. you. I think sometimes like I, I'm still learning all the time how to best handle this. Like there are times where, um, I have to be mindful, like in my job, if somebody is not doing the job that I want them to do in the way that I would do it, I have to like back off and be like, don't be a jerk. Like you're just being like, you're being a little crazy about this. But there are times where somebody is just simply not doing their job and like, don't, yeah. that's not where you go. Oh, well, like yeah. you, you can have that grace where you say, you know, maybe something's going on in their life. Maybe I should check in. Yeah. Maybe I should like 
have have these moments, but also don't let people then take advantage of you through yeah. that. Like you have to know where the line is between um, giving grace, but then also having people take advantage because people yeah. will take advantage they of will. that, which is really unfortunate. It is. Um, but for my for myself, like when I think about the last several months, like there are times where I'm like, I could have been using this time to organize things for a season. I could have been using this time to do this. I could mm-hmm. have been and there are all these, like, I could have done this. I was, what, what if I had done this? What, what about like, what if I, it's just, it's dumb. You are where you are because you're meant to be here. Show yourself some grace. If you feel yeah. that you can do something differently or do something better, or you don't want to do that thing anymore, or you want to start doing that thing, you can. It does right. not matter if you didn't do it a month ago or if things were, if you could have done it differently three months ago. It, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I just think, for instance, me, me having those few days where I was like, I just don't want to do anything with Peloton because I feel like I've, mm-hmm. I've, I've. I was beating myself up over the idea that like I had like failed at this challenge. It doesn't matter. The reason I do, the reason I'm so involved in Peloton is because it makes me feel good. Right. I, I love the community. Um, my favorite instructor, his name is Cody Rigsby. He is somebody that I have never met. Mm-hmm. Maybe hopefully in my lifetime we'll have had the opportunity to meet, but he is somebody who legitimately brings me joy in my life. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I take one of his rides, I leave that ride, not only feeling better because I have worked out, but feeling better because I just feel good about it. Right. And so when I think about what I have accomplished over this time, it's the fact that I have found something that makes me feel good when I'm doing it and when I'm done with it. And right now more than ever, we need to find those things that make us feel happy and alive and a little bit just, I don't know, at times uncomfortable. Yes. And you have to show yourself grace through this. Yeah, you do. I, the (laughs) patience with the process, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I know that that's like a cliche thing to say now, but it's true. Like Mm -hmm. I, within this happened before the pandemic, but I really, really, really honed in on it through all this. It would be easier to give up and not continue forward on the journey Mm -hmm. that I'm on, but it's been really freaking cool. (laughs) Like I'm enjoying it. I like pushing myself to see where I'm at. And some days it doesn't go as planned. Like for instance, today I did one rep maxes on some stuff and I was disappointed in myself, but that just gives me a benchmark from from where I'm, I guess, starting there to mm-hmm. see where I can go. I'm super excited about it. Yep. But I think I, I do want to revisit because I brought it up earlier, like right before you came actually today, mm. I mentioned the phrase, I get frustrated when people don't do things the way that I would do them. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> bad at that. I, and, I, and then it reminded me of stop expecting yourself out of other people. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good way of saying that. <laughs> and, and I, like, when you said that, I was like, I do, I gotta, I gotta fit that phrase in there because I think it's super important because with everything going on, I think a lot of times anymore, we start to expect ourselves out of other people yes. and that's just not how it is. Each person's an individual. And just because you've got your opinion on mm-hmm. that, fine, whatever, but let's also allow everyone the space to Oh, talk freely about that opinion. Yep. And then maybe share why we disagree. It doesn't have to be a shouting match on who's right or wrong. 
because to ourselves we're right, but maybe we'll learn something. And see this, it's so hard for me, especially with like, so for, for anyone who's like hail varsity has, I I'm very protective of hail varsity and its brand. Mm -hmm. I have been with hail varsity since it's, since the beginning. I think I've, I've, with, with the exception of the one year I was gone, and even then I was still, like, very much a fan of Hailversity. Um, I think, like, I joined the team within a month of it being a thing. So I am fully aware that I can be a real royal pain in the ass yeah. about Hailversity. Mm -hmm. Because when people are like, what about this idea? I'm often just like, no, you don't get it. Right, right, um, right. But that's a really good way of saying it. Because I think I expect people to see to see my job, the way that I see it. And oftentimes, why would everyone see it like I do? Right. Why right. would everyone feel the same way I do? Right. That's just not, it's just not possible. So that's where I have to be more mindful and show more grace, which is a work in progress all the time. Like there are probably people who I work with who are probably listening to this being like, please show me some grace um, <laughs> yeah. on this stuff. And like, I, I get it. And that's the thing is like, I, I can't remember the exact way of saying it, but it's kind of like you, you should, you should not be living. You shouldn't live to work. Right. And your right. work shouldn't be your life. And right. it's actually Mike Babcock who is incredible. He's been a, he's covered Nebraska athletics for a long time. He, I've been just so fortunate to get to know him because the things he says and the advice he gives is so significant and like, I will take it with me forever. Yeah. But he reminds me all the time that this shouldn't be my life. Mm -hmm. And that's really hard because even in this year without football, without Nebraska sports, there are times where I'm like, well, who, who am I? Yeah. Like right. what, what is this? Cause I'm so used to this being my identity. And here's the crazy thing. I can tell other people find it that way too, because people unfollow me when I'm not talking about Nebraska sports and that really sucks. Yeah. It makes you feel like, what am I doing that isn't good enough? Like, Oh, so if I talk about something that isn't relevant to Nebraska athletics, I'm going to bleed followers because it's like, I'm not here for that stick to sports. It right. goes back to that whole idea of like not sticking to sports, which if you haven't listened to our previous episodes, right? Please listen to all of our episodes, <laughs> please. Um, but I think it's always helpful when Mike reminds me that this is not you. You are not your identity is not your job, right? You can like your job, you can love your job, but it it cannot define you. Mm -hmm. You need to have the. You need to be. You need to have yourself. Yeah. Within all of this, and this is a thing that is like fortunate to be a part of your life, not mm -hmm. the other way around. Right. Um, I honestly think that like, I'm, that's another reason that I'm really thankful for this podcast because I feel like we get to actually showcase who we actually are as people. Like this isn't always going to be about sports mm -hmm. and that's the whole point mm -hmm. because I'm not always a snarky whatever you want to call me. Um, and that's, Although we are very snarky. <laughs> we are, but that's not all of who I am, you know? Mm -hmm. And Nebraska, covering Nebraska isn't all of who you are. And right. I, I really am thankful for this podcast and you to be oh, able to have you. these conversations because I think they're important to have. And hopefully it's entertaining for other people too. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's the thing too, is like, I think about 
like this Nebraska and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I've done a number of Ohio State podcasts and I've been previewing Nebraska. And if you're somebody who's like, what should I expect from Nebraska on Saturday? Um, my answer is I have no idea. They haven't hit anyone in 10 and a half months. They haven't, mm-hmm. they haven't hit anyone but themselves in 10, 10 and a half months. Uh, this this season is going to be the most difficult to predict. I had been telling people, oh, I could see it being a shootout of like, you know, Ohio State in the 50s, Nebraska mm-hmm. in the 30s. I'm now thinking that like it's insane I've ever said that. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I, this is the thing is like predicting things in the past was difficult. It's it's impossible now. I agree. There if you're if you're somebody who's like, "Oh, I'm going to go listen to this and this person's going to tell me the, you know." So, spoiler alert, and I haven't gotten a chance to listen to it, but I am very interested in his perspective. Jay Moore, his new episode of the uh, More To It podcast is mm-hmm. a Nebraska Ohio State preview, and he gives a score prediction. I'm so interested to yeah. see how far off yeah. he is for me because I'm second guessing myself. But that's the thing is like we're all just kind of going off of what we think, right? This team is and we have no things idea. that we saw from so we have last to show year. them grace, <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, honestly, that's a really good segue because I've been thinking about that a lot. I know it's only Monday of game, you know, or it's, there's only been a few days into the week of game week so far, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of all over the place because I think that there were bright spots last year that people are going to be looking for to mm-hmm. focus on, which is great, but I don't think a single one of us knows what the hell is going to happen no. on Saturday. I feel like we just sit down, watch it, and enjoy the fact that there is a game. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what to tell There's anyone. a game. I mean, yep. God bless it. I, and that's <laughs> the thing is, like, we have no idea how many of these any team are going to yep. get. I, I appreciate uh, Scott Frost and his um, uh, confidence in the fact that Nebraska is in a great situation right now. But the thing is, is it does not just matter about Nebraska and this mm-hmm. team. Obviously the community impact is big when this is like all said and done. Um, but also you have no idea what your opponent's going to be up against. Purdue's Jeff Brom has tested positive yep. for COVID-19 for COVID-19 from what we understand. He will not be coaching this weekend. Uh, coaches have to be out. Like, I think they said it's like 10 days. It follows the CDC guidelines. Right. It's not like the players. The reason, so if, for the record, I am not going to show you grace, though, if you do this on Twitter. If you're someone who's like, I don't understand why the coaches only have to be out 10 days, but the players have to be out 21. Mm-hmm. Let me break it down for you really quick. <laughs> it's because the coaches are not physically in the game. Mm-hmm. You have to be out the CDC recommended amount of time per per the COVID-19 restri- like restrictions and guidelines, whatever, blah, 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 blah. On top of that, you need the time to re-acclimate back into the sport. Right. You can't just hit the end of your quarantine and have them toss you back in there and be like, you're 100% today, right? Oh, by the way, we still don't understand if the heart thing is a big deal, but go for it. Let us know how you feel tomorrow. Right. This is why they're being overly precautious with the players. The coaches aren't the ones doing that. Right. Now, I'm concerned about coaches for an entirely different reason. When Nick Saban tested positive, I was like, has anyone looked at how old Nick Saban is? Mm -hmm. This is terrifying. I'm Mm -hmm. glad that it ultimately turns out he was apparently actually a negative test, whatever. I don't know. I don't want to deal with that. Don't come at me with whatever that situation was. Yeah. But when he tested positive, I'm like, aside from all of this, he is not a young man. Exactly. This is, he is in the demographic that you do not want them to get COVID-19. You don't want anyone to get it, but you certainly do not need Nick Saban getting it because of his 
age. age. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it, like I said, if you're somebody who's like, I don't get it, it's not hard. Don't overcomplicate this. And really, if you don't get it, do some research. Like, it's homework. Google exists. That's and our there at your disposal. You Go do it. Go just look things up, but also check the URL. Yeah. If the URL looks suspicious. Make sure it's a, a, a reputable source that you're getting your information from. Yes. But it's if you're not understanding it, don't come at people on Twitter. Go do the freaking research. Like if mm-hmm. you are wondering, it's it's really simple. You it, just pull up Google and type it in and go to a reputable source and there you go. You can read all about it. And just because you don't don't agree with it doesn't make it not, not reputable true, or right. like a a reputable yeah. source. I was going to say refutable. And I was like, <laughs> that would be the word that you would be looking for if you were trying to refute the thing. Yeah. I just, I, I have no idea what to expect. All I know is that this is the first time I haven't traveled in a long time for, mm. um, Nebraska sports yeah. or Nebraska football. And I realized something today. I really miss, I really miss the people. I miss the like interaction. I miss the little moments of like conversations that happen that aren't on the record that happen off to the side, the hearing about, um, like I, I think about, uh, Ryan held Nebraska's running back coach. He now has, he ha- now has it, his, his second son, um, has been born. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's been, it, it's not super recent, but like, right. those are those things where you like, you'd hear stories about those and you'd have those connections and you, this, those are those chances where, athletes and coaches and media are more than just athletes, coaches, and media. We become people in those moments of let us talk about life. Let's talk about things that have nothing to do with this. And Mm -hmm. all of it is right now, which I'm so grateful for. I'm not in any way saying I don't want these availabilities, but when you have the zoom availability, it doesn't really lend itself to that. It is very much just the straight football. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that I love about my job is, I love the football talk, but I love the moments in between. Yeah. And I realized the other day that I, and I realized that this morning when I was driving to record this podcast, I really miss it. I really miss it. Like I was just thinking of like, just the last time I've seen most of these players in person was pro day. Yeah. Which was in March. And I just think like, I mean, I hope everyone's doing well. It would be nice to like, I don't know. I just thought like even actually be able to talk, mm -hmm. you know, even when I'm at Memorial stadium, I assume I will get to be there. I have no idea, but if I am able to be there, there won't be like field access. There won't be post game or post game availability. It Mm -hmm. will be like still sitting at a desk, like doing everything over zoom. And I'm just like, I, I assume I speak for most of my colleagues that we just miss it. Yeah. And I hope that there's a that there's a day where that changes and we can all be with each other again and be around each other. But I just think of like, I don't know. Yeah. Because for the record, a lot of the stories that are found. So like when I told the story on DiCaprio Boodle, which was my yearbook story, it's now online at hailvarsity.com if you're interested in reading it. That story came from a conversation about a backpack because he had this backpack that I'd been telling him for like over a year. I really, really liked this backpack. I mean, I, I did. Mm-hmm. And finally he tells me that that backpack came from Chris Jones, a former Husker. That's a really good friend of his. And that spiraled into just a bunch of conversations and stories yeah. about this. And then as it turns out, 
as I'm preparing to write the story, he has to get a new backpack because that backpack finally the, the zipper ripped out and he couldn't carry it any longer. And that story would not have happened in the way that it did if I couldn't have seen this plane out yeah. in a personal way. So I was actually going to ask you about that. Like the conversations in between, I feel like, are where the best stories are found. Mm -hmm. The personal ones, where mm -hmm. the ones that people love to read because you feel like you're getting to know that person as an individual, not just as a player. I would miss that too. Mm -hmm. Like it, there's a trust there, I think, is the thing. Not necessarily like a, a personal like friendship, but a, a trust there. Like that, that in, in and of itself is a bond. Yeah, and I mean, some of them do turn into, I, I'm going to just blow your, a lot of your minds. A lot of these, um, a lot of these things do turn into friendships mm -hmm. and at least a, res a like a mutual, mutual respect. respect. But like I think about, so it was Josh Mitchell who was featured. He's a former Husker and I covered Josh. I knew him from that, but it was this year, uh, him being included in our yearbook, uh, having a conversation on race in the United States right now and systemic, you know, systemic racism and police brutality and having a very open and honest conversation through all of that. I have gotten to know Josh, I would say pretty well. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful for that relationship. He's getting ready to, um, him and his wife are about to have their first child. Mm -hmm. Um, he's building his own business. It's so fun to just watch him and see yeah. him succeed. And it's so fun to like, feel like I get to be, I get like a front row seat now to yeah. seeing his life unfold. This is the stuff that like gets me so excited. This is yeah. why I do my job is all of that. And I don't know what that's going to look like. I'm interested yeah. what Saturday will feel like because I have never come into a game day without sort of the human element of it. I've mm -hmm. always come into the game day looking through it from the lens of like, how do I make this more than just a football game? Because I'll be honest with you. I know most of you are not reading my stuff for analysis because that's just not my, that's just yeah. not my thing. If you're looking for analysis, Brandon Vogel is one of the best in the business. Jacob breaks down games. Jacob Padilla breaks down games in a way that like, I don't know how it's possible. Yeah. Derek Peterson, same thing. You're not coming to me for recruiting. You're going to Greg for that. I get it. Like where you're coming to me for is like the human side of it. They mm -hmm. like the thing that like people say to me more often is they're like, Oh, I hadn't seen it that way. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So I get it. So trust me when I say, I feel like a fish out of water because I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah. I think that the one thing, I mean, at least there's some kind of normalcy in some form or fashion for a lot of us, in, especially in the state. I mean, I'm speaking specifically to the state of Nebraska right now because that's where we're at. Mm -hmm. But I think for any other fan of a team in the Big Ten, at least there's some form of normalcy back. Yep. And I think that even if it doesn't end up that all the games are played – at least you get a taste of normalcy for a few hours on Saturday. Right. Like, goodness. That's the, I'm excited for that. I know that it's going to be different and it's going to be different for everybody. Mm -hmm. People aren't going to be up at five in the morning driving. Or, well, they wouldn't be up at five in the morning <laughs> driving to Lincoln anyway because they are not playing in Lincoln. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just that. Maybe they'll get up at five and go to Hy-Vee for their Bloody Mary run. And if you do, make sure you pick up some hail ale if they yes. still have it. But call in advance because from what I'm understanding, some of your local Hy-Vees, this is only Omaha and Lincoln. So for those of you outside of the town, outside of town, 
Go to ale.hailvarsity.com if you want to see. Call ahead for anyone, though, because, like I said, some of you have been saying that it's sold out, which is great, um, but I also don't want you showing up. But if you go to Hy-Vee looking for your Bloody Mary or a red beer, use Hail Ale is perfect for it. Honestly, if you're a fan of just a light, easy, like if you like Mm -hmm. a Coors Light, a Bud Light, it's this but better. Yeah, absolutely. It's that but better. I had one on Saturday. Nice. It was very good. Well, I, I'm, I, I might have one on this Saturday later in the day because 11 is really early. <laughs> if I didn't have availability in a little bit, I was going to jokingly bring one and crack it open <laughs> on the show. But I also have um, literally work to do. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, one of these one of these days will uh, crack open a beer. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It'll be great. Um, I do want to say really quick before, you know, Whatever happens this Saturday, we're in it together. Uh, feel free to tweet at us throughout it. Um, I'm at Aaron Sasha. I was at Aaron <laughs> Sasha. I'm at Aaron Sorensen. We should just make a combo account. We should. We should. <laughs> and you're at Sasha72. You can tweet at us during the game. I'm pretty much glued to Twitter during the mm-hmm. game. We will just find out what happens together. Yeah. It'll be something. <laughs> I have honest. I legitimately have zero freaking idea because it oh. could go one of legitimately 10 possible yep. ways. <laughs> and uh, for those of you who keep asking me, what do you think's going to happen? Your guess is as good as mine. And that's the craziest part about this whole thing is your guess is as good as mine. Um, but we do appreciate you for the record. Thank you to those of you who have sent us yes. photos. Um, I, one of you is going to have your dog as a cardboard cutout in the stadium. This we'll share that picture. We'll share that. Um, when this, this, season officially like the home season gets off because i want to let that debut itself we don't need to break that news for you um (laughs) but yeah thank you for your kind emails thank you for always reaching out so many of you have just been so much fun i will say like when we talk about what has happened over the last several months this podcast has been a joy for me not only because i get to be around you and work with you (laughs) but also because of all of you yeah it's been just honestly really humbling and exciting and I'm excited that you guys are excited that we're excited. <laughs> we're all just really we're just excited. really excited. We're just really, keep that energy though, if Nebraska loses. I don't want you losing yeah. that energy. This is one of those seasons where y'all need to just not care what the outcome of the game yep. is. Don't let it ruin Enjoy your Saturday. That it's happening. Just be like, you know what? That stunk. Um, but hey, I'm just happy. I'm happy to be here. Right. I'm just happy to be <laughs> Slap here. Slap that smile on your face and walk around your house the rest of the day with it on. I am just <laughs> so pleased that we are here. Um, but no, we do appreciate you you can email us anytime at mind your own podcast at hailvarsity.com um you've been awesome keep keep reaching out we love it and next week we'll know what happens so maybe we'll talk about it maybe also <laughs> i keep wanting to talk about the name image likeness stuff and we'll get yeah. there eventually for those of you who have like tweeted about tweeted at me and we're like oh i've got this thing <laughs> the problem is is i get too fired up talking about name image likeness uh-huh. so um i have to find a time where i can like be chill i had to bleep myself when i was talking about yeah. it so <laughs> we'll get there um i just don't know when because i'm already anxious about it i know <laughs> but we appreciate you. Um, stick around. We'll be back next Wednesday. Yeah. In we'll the talk meantime, to you enjoy, enjoy the whatever game. it is. <laughs> Yay. Yay. You love Husker sports. We love Husker sports. So that means you need to catch Big Red Wrap Up, game highlights, 
analysis, all of it on NET, Nebraska's PBS and NPR stations. It's every Tuesday night live at 7 on NET World and Facebook, and then again at 10 on NET. That's Central Standard Time, though, for those of you who do not live in Nebraska. Again, you love the Huskers. We love the Huskers. Don't miss Big Red Wrap-Up.